you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey ladies, Mercedes here again with episode 103. Um, just loving, of course, being in the 100s. I said that last week. And today I'm coming to you again here on Her Unapologetic Life to talk about another piece of the circle of life, the tool that I love. To me, it looks kind of like a pie or a wagon wheel. <laughs> That's kind of where it goes. And I love coming around the bend to joy because I feel like joy is a crucial thing, concept, feeling, whatever you want to call it, that we talk about, of course, but we it's but really do we talk about how we can feel that deeply and how that impacts our life, right? And so for today, I want to talk a little bit about the barriers to joy that I'm seeing in my own life and currently, and just in women in general. And then also talking a little bit about, you know, why, um, why we need more joy and finding our why. And then just giving you a, another tool that's really simple and that's really, really can highlight for you where you might need more joy. Um, and so I'm starting with the barriers to joy because I feel like a lot of the times we just get apathetic about, well, you know, I can feel joy or I don't feel joy. So let's kind of start there, clear the air, get rid of some of those cobwebs um, if, we're, if we've been feeling a little, a little low in our joy. Um, because I really think there's some belief systems at play here. And there's definitely some barriers there that are, you know, whether it be our inner critic or external critic, external critic that's telling us, you know, hey, dial it back on the joy because, you know, so the first, the first barrier really it kind of embodies this, this belief system um, of lack versus abundance, right? And so one thing I first want, I first want to say is this is a little mantra I have. Um, or just a, a thought. It's we can still experience immense joy, even though so many are suffering in this world. Um, I'm gonna say that louder for the people who are empathic, compassionate, work in the arena of serving others. We can, and I, I would add, we must experience immense joy, even though so many are suffering in this world. If we can, if we can surpass that barrier. Um, we are doing the entire world a favor. Uh, I feel see so many people holding back because of their empathy and their compassion. And I get it. Like when I look at the news or I look at what's going on, it's like, how can I be so joy filled today walking in my beautiful woods when somebody's starving or getting killed or whatnot? Um, you know, and I get that. But I, but what I see is if because we because most of us do have at least a level of abundance that allows us to see and feel joy a little more than maybe others. It's really our, I don't like the word duty, right? But it's really um, our privilege and duty to really step into that, right? And to and to hold that space for others because it will raise that vibration. Um, you know, we, we just get stuck in, oh, 
you know, we just have like, first of all, we have first world problems. We have enough. The one I had was, is like, I have enough. I don't need more. I'm not going to take more joy. I'm not going to take more goodness. Right. But it's actually the opposite is true. The more that we live into that and the more it can kind of ripple out, um, you know, and so if you're kind of getting stuck in the, in the belief that, you know, if I take more joy or, you know, if I really enjoy life and have more, whatever your more is, it's wrong. It's selfish. You fill in the blanks. Um, you know, I can't do this while other people are suffering. You're really kind of, I hate to say it, but in my opinion, you're, you're buying into that lie that, um, you know, there's not enough for everyone in the world and there's not enough joy for everyone. You know, I think about stories I've heard about people who have very simple, basic, very difficult sometimes lives. And them finding the joy in their life, you know, and I think we think that if we kind of hold our breath and we, you know, feel for them so immensely that we're taking away some of their suffering, but, but we're not actually. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like, like attracts like. So if you're really embodying the, I ha I'm joyful, I'm cherishing my life here and it, it will, it will ripple out in your work. And if you're like me, you're working with people who are working with others who are maybe the frontline workers, whatever, whatever. It's it's one of those ripple effects that we have got to, we've got to choose joy as being one of the answers for that, right? Um, and allowing ourselves to feel it immensely. And I would say that about sadness and sorrow as well. Like we kind of shy away from sadness and sorrow, but a lot of us shy away from that immense joy um, because we label ourselves these things, selfish, wrong, um, privileged, whatever it is. Okay. So think on that. Is that a barrier for you? You know, um, I really think we just, we've got to stop dimming our light for others. Um, because we feel for them. Um, and because we, you know, we worry about them. Um, we're just not helping the world at large when we're doing that. Um, so let me know what you think about that one too. You know, I, the world just needs a lot more light and joy. Um, and we can start with ourselves, you know, I always bring it back to ourselves. Now, the second one, um, it's funny, I came up with my time hop after I wrote it yesterday, but comparison is the thief of joy. And it really is true, right? And, you know, if we, you know, take it even one step further, when we see how people are experiencing joy in their life, and we're kind of like comparing, like, do we have that? Or why do they have that? You know, there's also, there's, when we compare ourselves to others, we get in that, that jealousy slash judgment phase of ourselves, but then also of them. And I mean, talk about low energy, right? And it, it's a way to get stuck and it will actually suck out the existing joy we have, right? If we're focused on that. Um, so think about social media. Like we see someone having a good time. Um, we have emotional reaction, right? Sometimes is it joy? It's joy for them. We feel so happy for them. Like I see somebody experiencing something they wanted to. It's just like oh, I'm so happy for them. Or sometimes, you know, truthfully in our humanity, we're thinking some some things like oh, must be nice. Like I can tell, you know, they've been working hard and their body shows it. Or you know, um, well, you know, my other friend couldn't afford that, so why did they even put that on there? They're just showing off different things, you know. Um, or another one too is like, well, how many family pictures or selfies can someone take and share? The people who do selfies get a bad rap, right? Um, and it's what I really think it's, I mean, they're, they're posting whatever they're posting for their, their story, right? And maybe they're stuck in comparison too, but I'm more interested in looking at what, how I'm reacting and, you know, um, is that giving me more joy? Is that putting more joy out into the world? You know, is it joy or since I'm go, I love doing the word with J, is it judgmental or is it jealousy and acknowledging, you know, that I think that's another episode really acknowledging some of those 
reactions that we have to others and then of course loving ourselves through it there's another thing we don't want to shame or judge ourselves for feeling like other people are having more joy right it just it, it's not gonna help um we also don't want to do that to others and so be mindful like are you compare yourself a lot to others is that robbing you of your joy in your current life i you know i pick these things because this is something i either have experienced or do experience on the regular and a lot of it's un, uh, unconscious, right? All this conditional stuff, it, conditioning stuff, you know? So just think on it. Um, and then a third one is really, um, we really limit ourselves when we only like say, you know, like, are you happy? I know the word joy even isn't used as much as happy or happiness. Um, we have got to expand on what happy joy really is. I've seen a lot of articles that talk about that. You know, it's kind of like, you know, just to being happy, what really is that even and how can you get there? Um, it's really expanding our vocabulary into more words that really embody and really, you know, help us feel like we're, um, you know, we're getting somewhere with this joy thing and we're really feeling it deep, more deeply than just um, a fleeting moment, right? And so first example I have of that and then we'll, we're kind of shifting more into the, you know, like, okay, let's, how do we experience more joy and why and all that? Um, you know, there is, so when I was in Mexico um, this past year, you know, we would be by the, by the pool and we would be ordering stuff and they would, you know, I would say, oh, thank you. Because deep gratitude, anyone who's serving me, I have deep gratitude for because I don't have to do it, you know, and I just, especially in that, in that setting, um, they work really hard, really like often. They get one day off a week and they're living far away from their families. And so my gratitude meter is high. And I was like, oh, thank you. And I try to say it in Spanish because I, you know, actually speak some Spanish. And they're like, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And at first I was kind of laughing because I was like, you know, coming from, you know, in our English language, how often do you say to somebody like when you serve your kids dinner? Oh, it's, it's, it's a pleasure. It's my pleasure. I mean, I don't usually hear that. I hear, oh, you're very welcome. Or, oh, no problem. Don't mention it. You know, we're more like that, but they're like, it's my pleasure. And I was like, huh. And so as I thought about it, um, pleasure is another great word for joy. And maybe it's just me, but it, I've always kind of thought of pleasure as being more of a sexual word, right? Like, oh, you know, um, or pleasurable or these things where it's like, ooh, it's a little bit, you know, um, yeah, sexual. And I don't know, I would go so far as saying not naughty, but you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm going with it. But honestly, that word does embody like a deeper sense of the feeling of joy, right? And then I was reminded, um, I was reminded that uh, when I was studying with Mark David for the, um, the Institute of Eating Psychology, one big thing he really talks about is one of his dynamics of eating psychology is pleasure. And I remember thinking, oh, I really got to get more comfortable with this word because when I was using it with clients, they would have similar reactions like, yeah, so what do you do for pleasure? And they're like, what? You know, it's not it's just it's just not used. But as I was learning about it um, and reading like he's got a really great a really great book called The Slow Down Diet. Um, it's it's I, he, I don't love the word diet, but it's really learning to slow down all the things that I love to teach. And of course, I do because I'm certified with him. Um, but I loved I loved thinking about that. He calls it vitamin P for pleasure, right? You know, and he talked about the metabolic power of pleasure. And I'm like, for me, anything that says your metabolic power is going to become greater, I'm going to lean in a little bit um, just because of choices I made in my life with yo-yo dieting and after, after having weight loss surgery, I sometimes feel, and losing my gallbladder, I feel like 
come on, metabolism, let's move it, girl. And, you know, I'm in my mid-40s. So that is just like, oh, and I was kind of looking at that the other day as I prepared this. And it, I just remembered it's like, yeah, you know, pleasure and joy is going to fire up all the good stuff within us. And that even includes our metabolism. And I'd rather do that than worry about, you know, being in a certain zone of heart rate for a certain amount of time, which should knock on that. Our heart needs exercise for sure. But anyway, pleasure of any kind puts us in the relaxation response, which will then in turn move us forward to be able to, if we want to burn the calories for our metabolism, or if we just want to feel like we have more energy, it's going to happen. That slow down to speed up thing, you know, um, you know, it's something I talk about, but anytime we can get out of the stress response is good. Like if your goal for this summer is to not be in the stress response as much, you are onto something, you know, and I have been working hard and I have a lot of stress being flung at me. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's just cool. You can tell I really like this. Right. Um, and so what, he, what I really first learned about this word pleasure for him, and this is probably getting a little long, but was talking about my relationship with food. I used to be re, like, I would restrict and then I would overeat. And then I, you know, I was doing the yo, 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 yo. And, and even after weight loss surgery, I got really into the restriction. Um, and when I worked with the health coach, we talked a lot about like, Hey, food is meant to be pleasurable. We have a long, long-term relationship with it. And how we, how we deal with food is how we deal with life. And I was just like, whoa. So if, if for you, most women have an interesting relationship with food and with their bodies and movement, um, you know, what, what, how, where is that? Are you having a lot of pleasure with food? You know, um, and um, this summer I've had my moments where um, I have like, whoa, my gut gets off because I'm not even thinking about what I'm eating. But most of it, I have really been in this place where, because I'm a foodie, you know, and I just love cooking savory things. So anyway, that's the kind of thing that I've been asking myself. This is an example of me expanding my vocabulary and me like living into that, you know, and, um, and, and allowing myself to experience that, even if, the, you know, there's a lot of messiness in the world. And even if it's hard to stay in my own lane, right? So those, that's a good example for, you know, working through those three things. Um, you know, and I think, so when moving into kind of the, okay, now what, like you realize you want more joy, it's really important to get to your why, like for yourself, you know, we can think why the world might need more joy, why our husband or our kids or our dogs might need more joy, but why do you need more? Why do you need more pleasure and, um, you know, in your life? I mean, what comes to mind? Um, and do you even have ideas about where you can find more joy. That's the other thing, you know, I, I was talking about with, you know, social life and relationships. Sometimes we're so others focused that we don't really know. And I'm right, I'm kind of there with you, you know, working through that this summer, like, okay, I've got a lot more time on my hands because my kids are older. And, and I'm like, what, what brings me joy in my downtime? Right. We talked a little bit about that. So, um, also too, like, I really feel like, um, when I lean on my faith, uh, and spirituality of course is next, but, next week. I really think that, you know, we were intended, we were intended just to come here to only like learn these hardcore lessons, right? We were, we were here, we came here to live. And when I think of living a full whole life, it includes a lot of joy. I really think that's what our souls and hearts desire is anyway. Can't be happy, joyful, in pleasure all the time. But the focus seems to be in this world more on the suffering. So just getting to your why, like why, why would I need this? How would this, how would this make life richer for me and then help me more live into my divine design and my purpose, why I'm here, you know? 
And, um, you know, and so sometimes, so shifting into the tool that I use, um, I don't like to limit it to only experiences to experience more joy because we can list experiences, but then, you know, um, I want to make it a little richer for you. So we think about when you're thinking about this tool, think about people in your life, think about events, think about how you pass your time. Think about when you have, when you feel there's the moments that you feel like, Oh, I can actually breathe and look around. And I wish this moment could last longer, you know, and it, and it, and it, it doesn't have to be something huge. So the way that I do work on this with clients, um, I've called it many different things. It is really just another inventory. Like I said, you can go through the circle of life and really inventory. Um, and if you're able to do that um, on your own or with the help, help of a coach like me, it will change you. I mean, it will. So when you're looking at this, um, I like to say, I like to call it, I used to call it more the bliss list back when I was doing therapy. Uh, now I kind of ask clients to come up with it or, you know, we just kind of talk about it in a concept. Um, and so as it's, it's really basically a list that you make of things that make you feel joy, pleasure, blissful, whatever your word for joy is, that contentment, peace, love or loved, um, you know, those things. And basically, you know, you don't have to do this now, but I would, you know, mark this time where we are in the podcast about 1640. And I would say, okay, list out, um, do five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, a few hours, like half day or a day or an evening or a long weekend. I went through that pretty quickly. What I'm trying to get, get is categories for like short bursts, like quick, like if you have five minutes only, but if you have a whole day, you know, I want to get the whole gamut because if we're the, the more that we're able to put on our bliss list um, and create to create more, more joy, the more we're going to feel that um, in our lives. And so making the list is one thing, right? And then we got to put it into action and integrate it into our daily lives. Um, the, but the word that kind of came up for me, and I love it because they use it, they use it in many things, but food stuff too. <laughs> and so the word infuse. So infusing more joy and pleasure into your life. What would make that list, right? Um, you know, and I've talked about these kinds of things in many different ways. You know, I, I think about one of the podcasts I talked about, you know, when you want to get the relaxation response, what puts you there? That's part of it. This is some, this is probably a, you could make this a more ongoing, exhaustive kind of like my go-to list or bucket list or something like that, um, you know, and what it does is it, it really dials you into more your purpose, more your meaning in life, your journey and where you want to go. And it makes it easier to get there. You don't have to like keep like thinking of things because you have it. You've created the inventory, right? And then if you are so inclined, then you can add it, add these things into your schedule. And I call it flexible schedule, um, the CEO of your life schedule, right? This is what I love to work on with, with clients to kind of get them into their, their rhythm. And it's seasonal. If you have this list, you can seasonally put that in, right? So if for me, I feel joy being out on the beach, right? That's one of them. Well, I only have a half hour. Uh, I might not bring my you know chair down and my book and just sit, and, but I might get the paddleboard for half hour because it's all I probably want to do anyway. And I might paddleboard down the beach, you know, towards wherever. Um, but if I have a half day, I'm it's gonna bring me joy. I might invite a friend or two and say, let's hang on the beach. We're gonna swim a little bit. We're gonna talk. Maybe walk a little. You know, or um, 
if I really feel like I need a vacation with my husband, we might take a few days down in Mexico by the beach. We prefer the pool down there for some reason, but walking the beach there is amazing, right? So that's just an example. That's kind of something where, well, you have to have access to a beach. But, you know, other things could be what makes you really happy is listening to a podcast, you know, and cooking. So for me, if I can listen to a podcast while I'm cooking, bliss. And that's a half hour, right? And I'm in the kitchen, kind of, you know, if the boys need me, you know, which they hardly do, but still I'm around. Um, and so those are just some examples, right, of the bliss list. Um, and really, I, you know, I say, say to you, if you've been listening to me for a while and you're like, oh my goodness, I want some of these things. You all know that I do take clients on pretty regularly, right? And um, a lot of them are looking for that therapeutic coaching um, or leadership coaching, you know. Um, and so if you're like been thinking, I would just love somebody to work through these areas of life with or just one, don't don't like put it off to the side because that's just another issue with, you know, that joy. Like I I work with a wellness coach. I talk with her twice a month and it has it's just really brings it all to the forefront for me. We work with the circle of life too. And so I'm personally going through these these pieces literally this summer. Um, and so just think on that. I, I think we often like wait, you know, we're like, oh, we'll just wait till later. Well, you know, and that could be another, um, that could be another barrier to joy, like waiting. But anyway, if you step into joy more um, on your own or with, with guidance, the side effects and the ripple effects are really what I want you to leave today with in, in your mind. You know, you're, you step through the barriers, you know, you step through comparing yourself, um, getting stuck in the sorrow of the world um, too much so that you can't live your own life um, or serve others actually effectively if you're stuck there too much. Um, and then, or you're just limiting yourself in your vocabulary, in your experiences, in your, you know, your, your waiting, you know. Um, if you get past what, what's when we're stuck in our minds and the restriction that we have for ourselves, we can step into that those side effects of joy and the ripple effects of joy. And what's going to happen is you're going to feel more complete and whole, which is, I think, what our soul's journey is. And you're going to have more peace and love and joy, right? Um, this is a quick last thing. I know this one's a little bit longer. I was talking with a friend. He's he he gives he's a mentor. He's one of my mentors. He is an evangelist, and he's in his eighties, and he. He and I talk about through a lot of things. He was good friends with my dad. And so that also really helps me because my he was also my dad's mentor. So it's really cool. You know, it's kind of like my Yoda, right? And um, he, we were talking about life stressors and different things. And he said, you know, he said, you just got to stay in your joy. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Because I had written most of this and I went to go see him. And I was like, you're not going to believe this. My podcast this week is on joy. And he added, like I just said earlier, peace and love. He said those three go together. You know, a lot of us focus on love, like we need the love, which is true. But peace and joy come with that as well. And then he did mention, he mentioned the the fruit of the spirit or the fruits of the spirit. Or is it fruit? Who knows if that's plural or not plural. Anyway, getting sidetracked with that. And looking at those words and letting those roll around in us too. And he said, you know, that that is the way really to keep moving forward in your destined life and with the thought that it's going to work out. And so I just wanted to give impart that with you as I was talking about the ripple effects. Um, because look at, I mean, you know, God knew I needed to hear about joy myself. Um, as I was talking to you about it, you know, you know, and um, that's my wish for you is to have more of that in your relationships, your homes, your work lives, your family, the balance that you crave um, and in our community and in our, you know, continent and globally. I mean, I just do love 
the visual of the ripple effect. So I hope this was helpful for you today. Get out of the weeds of that what, what keeps us stuck out of joy and really tr just try on that idea, like that belief that the more joy you feel, the better you're helping the world. I mean, I don't know, I, kinda, I really like that one. Um, if you need help with it, you know where to find me. Um, if you're just curious about it, just go to my you know Facebook group for Unapologetic Life. I talk about these kinds of things a lot. You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram as well. I'm here for you if you need me um, or when you need me. And I'll be back next week with another slice of the pie. Talk soon. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.